Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. SHN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to your sports break for the September 1st. The first day of September, some great sporting events have happened on this day. And some athletes that made those happen, well, they're going to be accounted for too. We're going to talk about their uniform numbers whenever we can. Uniform numbers we'll be talking about today are 4, 7, 16, 17, 10, 39, number 24, 21, 8, 10, 88, and jersey number 61. It all starts off September 1st, 1906, and the Philadelphia Athletics defeated the Boston Red Sox 4-1, and get this, 24 innings in Boston. It is the longest game in American League history. Both starting pitchers went the duration all 24 innings as the A's hurler Jack Combs overcame Boston's Joe Harris. Can you imagine that? Two starting pitchers going a full 24 innings in a game and uh, you know having that score be 4-1 at the end. Tremendous uh, bit of athleticism there. September 1st, 1931, future baseball Hall of Fame first baseman Lou Gehrig, number four of the Yankees, hit his third Grand Slam in four days and six homer in consecutive games as the New York Yankees won 5-1 over their rivals, the Boston Red Sox. September 1st, 1945, the Philadelphia Phillies outfielder Vince DiMaggio, number seven, smashed his fourth Grand Slam of the season, tying a National League record in an 8-3 win over the Boston Braves. Now, if Vince's last name sounds familiar, you got it. He is Joe DiMaggio's older brother. As a matter of fact, there were three DiMaggio brothers who played Major League Baseball. Vince is the oldest, and then Dominic and Joe uh, followed him. And of course, Joe DiMaggio, the great one with the Yankees. September 1st, 1947, infielder Jack Lork, uh, number 16, he hit the New York Giants' 183rd home run of the season in a 2-1 win versus the Boston Braves. Now that blast broke the New York Yankees' MLB mark of set in 1936 of 182, beat that by one. Giants hold that record uh, back in 1947. September 1st, 1958, St. Louis Cardinals pitcher number 17, Vinegar Ben Mizell, he walked a National League record nine batters in a one to nothing shutout of the Cincinnati Reds. Who could uh, not like a guy with a pitcher with the name of Vinegar? Uh, September 1st, 1964, San Francisco Giants reliever Masnori Murakami, uh, sorry if I butchered your name, uh, wearing number 10, became the first Japanese-born player to appear in the United States Major League Baseball on his debut the native of Osuki threw a scoreless inning in a 4-1 loss versus the New York Mets that day. 
September 1st, 1967, the Cincinnati Reds reliever Bob Lee, who wore number 39, walked Dick Grote, number 24, with the bases loaded in the 21st inning to give the San Francisco Giants a 1-0 win at Crosley Field. Now, the contestants previously, 20 scoreless innings ties the Major League Baseball mark uh, the Pirates and Braves in 1918. Speaking of the Pirates, September 1st, 1971, the Pittsburgh Pirates started a game with what is believed to be the first all-black lineup, including several Latinos in Major League Baseball history. It was a 10-7 win for the Pirates over the Philadelphia Phillies, and these Pirates included future Hall of Famers Roberto Clemente, number 21, and Willie Stargell, number 8. And our friend Dana Auguster over at the Historically Speaking podcast last year this time, exactly a year ago beginning of September he has a great podcast on that very game of the Pirates and the uh, Phillies where they had that uh, great uh, lineup out there so make sure you check that out go back in the history of Sports History Network uh, the Historically Speaking podcast Dana Auguster go back to September of 2021 and hear that great podcast he has Uh, September 1st 1975 uh, New York Mets pitcher Tom Seaver wearing number 41 shut out the Pittsburgh Pirates three to nothing and with this victory he was the first pitcher to reach 200 strikeouts for a major league baseball eighth straight season tom siever truly one of the great pitchers in baseball history september 1st 1978 baltimore orioles pitcher sammy stewart wearing number 53 sat down seven consecutive batters in his major league baseball Ball debut on the mound and route to a 9-3 victory over the Chicago White Sox. September 1st, 1984, the quarterback of Mississippi Valley State, Willie Totten, wearing number 10, passed for a Division 1AA record 536 yards and 9 touchdowns in an 86-0 victory over Kentucky State. His main receiver that day was none other than Jerry Rice, who wore number 88 at Mississippi Valley and caught 17 passes for 294 yards and 5 touchdowns that day. Rice ended up breaking his own Division I AA record for total yardage and pass receptions. The school retired the jerseys of both players at the end of that 1984 season. Uh, September 1st, 2007, Clay Bushels, number 61, became the first Boston Red Sox rookie to pitch a no-hitter in just his second Major League Baseball appearance. And he beat the Baltimore Orioles 10 to nothing at Fenway Park. Pretty impressive. September 1st, 2019, the Houston Astros starter Justin Verlander, number 35, struck out 14 as he throws his third career no-hitter in a 2-0 decision against the Toronto Blue Jays. And that is your sports break history for this September 1st. We're glad you could join us for these little bits of sports history and uh, reflections back on the great players through their uniform numbers. And hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we do this each and every day. In the meantime, you can tune into jerseydispatch.com. Check out some of our past articles and uh, great things we have there. Pigskin Dispatch uh, also has some some great stuff there as well and a sportshistorynetwork.com we have some great podcasts here for your listening entertainment on all kinds of different sports in different eras uh, by some very talented individuals with some great guests so until then have a great sports history day sorry but my pitching coach just called timeout he's coming out to the mound i think i'm going to get yanked for a reliever we'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on sports jersey dispatch podcast We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com, not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, 
Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.